Our thoughts about ourselves come from a lot of different sources, namely three, either our own imaginations or thoughts or wishes or desires or failures or disappointments, uh, or they come from others, comparison from others with others, or they come from the evil one. The evil one never has a good thing to say about us. He's always the accuser of the brethren, and he will accuse us. Who am I, really? I had a friend a number of years ago who was plagued by constant self-doubt, self-condemnation, fear. He struggled with his self-image and whether God had really forgiven him or not. He was constantly questioning whether he was doing the right thing, whether he was accepted, or whether he was able to measure up somehow. Do you struggle with some of those issues? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. Thanks so much for joining us today for this next podcast in a series with Dr. Richard Spann, former director of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Dr. Spann is sharing with us some of the truths that he has noted in his devotional series, Goads and Nails. Today we continue that series, and he relates the truth that we are who God says we are, not who we say we are. The next one is based on a comment by Ray Stedman. Ray was one of our speakers at the Glen for a number of years. I had the good fortune to have heard him for about a week when he was here in Wichita a number of years ago, really, before I really became involved much with the Navigator Ministry. But one of his comments that I have thought deeply about is is the following. He says, The truth is what God says about you, not what you think about yourself. The truth is what God says about you, not what you think about yourself. Our thoughts about ourselves come from a lot of different sources, namely three, either our own imaginations or thoughts or wishes or desires or failures or disappointments, uh, or they come from others, comparison from others with others, or they come from the evil one. The evil one never has a good thing to say about us, He's always the accuser of the brethren, and he will accuse us. So this world is all around us. The world, the flesh, the evil one are constantly at our side. We live among them, and they constantly speak to us through others, through television, through our own mind and imagination. And these thoughts will always lead us downward. They will always lead us away from the truth. And they will never never really prepare us for what God wants us to do or enable us to think correctly about ourselves. It says in John 8, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It is only by knowing the truth about what God has done and what he says about us that will set us free. Uh, Everything else will will lead us in the opposite direction of where God intends us to be. And so I think it's important then to fill our minds with the truth every day. Uh, Jerry Bridges says we need to preach the gospel to ourselves every day. We need to preach the truth to ourselves every day. Not only what did... Uh, 
what would Jesus do, as they talked about some years ago, but what did Jesus do? So I think to think clearly about the fact that when it says, what did he come to do? He came to, as prophet, priest, and king, he came as prophet to testify to the truth. He came as king to reveal the Father. He came as priest to destroy the works of the devil and to take away sins. So when you think of what what Jesus really did for us, you find that he has granted us pardon, granted us peace, granted us purity, and with his resurrection and giving us his life has given us power. When Jesus says in John 10, I laid down my life for the sheep, it means infinitely more than the fact that he died for us. It means that he gives his life for us moment by moment, day by day. And we come to understand that uh, all that God has done for us in Christ is to make us one with him in Christ and that we now have the benefits of Christ living in us moment by moment, manifesting his life, manifesting his word, his peace, his power, uh, preparing us moment by moment for that which he has for us for all eternity. And we understand then that that we are at once God's inheritance, we are his handiwork, and we are his home. That moment by moment God is doing a work in us. We look back at part of our verses that we memorized years ago that Jim Morris had us do when we talked about why we were created. One was for a fellowship with him, Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image, the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So that we are created for fellowship with him, so that we can know that. We're also created for his glory. In in uh, Isaiah forty eight or forty three, five through eight rather, the last verse talks about we are created for his glory. We were formed, we were made. Now, those three words in the English, created and formed and made, are pretty similar, but in the Hebrew, they're all different. They all mean different things. Created is the word that we see in Genesis 1, bara, B-A-R-A. To be made uniquely out of something that didn't exist before, with individual capacity, potentiality. So we're all created. We're formed. That word means... Uh, being uh, referring to a process. So there was initial creation of each one of us. There is a process that goes on, moment by moment, day by day. And the made refers to the final product. So each one of us are uniquely created. God is in control of each day forming us. Uh, to the end product made a, a creature that will love, honor, worship him day by day, moment by moment, throughout eternity uh, for his glory. And it's something that, that we are made for that we can rejoice in. So everything that happens to us all day long uh, achieves that purpose. Uh, in Psalm twenty-five, twelve, I think, it says, uh, who then is the man that fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way chosen for him. This word formed in Isaiah 43.8 is the, is the same thought as the way chosen for him. 
there is a way chosen for each one of us, peculiarly adapted. Uh, Psalm 139 says, All the days ordained for us were written in his book before them came to be. So that is the way chosen for us. Who then is the man that fears the Lord? He, that is, the Lord will instruct him. We get instruction moment by moment, every day, in every way, how we should respond to everything that the Lord brings our path. The Lord himself, living within us, gives us his words, his thoughts, his deeds, to respond to every situation. And in that, we are being changed moment by moment into his image so that we will perfect that which will glorify him throughout eternity. So that is the truth about us. That is the truth. We are we are his chosen child, and everything is in uh, control of him. Paul's word to us in Romans 8, 38 and 39 is true. We cannot escape his love. Nothing is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are each day, moment by moment, shielded by his perfect knowledge, by his perfect control, and by the infinite reaches of his love, where will we find ourselves? So we we are in in this unique position of, of the intensity of the love of God, the preparation of of an, of an immortal, infinite being who wants us to live with him, to be like him. He's made all the arrangements. And all we bring to the the equation is faith. Do I really trust? Do I really have faith in the truth that he has given me in the scriptures? Will I believe the truth and live according to the truth that the scripture has given? Or will I be affected by the lies that the world, the devil, and that my own nature seems to say to me? And so I think that... um, we need to remember always and bring before ourselves daily the truth of all that we are in Christ. If we don't, we become um, affected by the world around us to a point where we do not take advantage of all that God has provided for us each day to accomplish that process. I think it's uh, Ken Bailey who mentioned um, we are what we remember. So if we bring before our lives these things about our relationship with Him, then we are what we remember and can live in the power of that. We must remember the truths that God has proclaimed about us in His Word. No matter what you may think about yourself, you and I must, by faith, cling to that truth which God has revealed in His Word. The truth that if we have believed in Jesus alone for eternal life, then we are truly His child right now. That everything is in His control, and nothing can separate us from His love. We are moment by moment shielded by His perfect knowledge, His perfect control, and the infinite reaches of His perfect love. Ponder that. Next time, we'll learn some practical truths about helping others come to know the King of Kings, our Lord Jesus, as we continue to learn more about how to make disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, 
nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.